I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 54. If this is your first time listening, uh, this is a podcast for what we call mind discipleship. That's a term we really like because there's lots of different kinds of discipleship. And Greg Boyd said the most important kind of discipleship is mind discipleship, which means where we set our minds, what we think about, what we reflect on. And I fully believe that Greg is right. And that's why we're doing this podcast to help people set their minds on things above. That's from Colossians 3.2 from the Apostle Paul. So each week we try to offer an encouraging thought from above to set your mind on and to dwell on and think on and see if it can give you some encouragement or hope or faith. And so today's thought from above is this, faith is acting on what you believe. One of my favorite characters in Christian history is George Mueller. George Mueller was um, a 19th century uh, preacher and teacher and businessman. He actually started a number of orphanages all across England. And Mueller was a man of faith. Mueller was described as a person of great faith because he never actually asked for money when he established these orphanages. He felt that God said to him, I want you to do this work, but don't ever ask for money. And so Mueller would pray. And lo and behold, money always came to him. He always had the money when he needed it, in the amounts he needed. So when you read Mueller's journal, you're kind of blown away by this person of faith. And one of the stories that I love about Mueller is a story about when he was crossing the Atlantic Ocean from England to go to, to Canada. And so Mueller was on this ship, and the ship encountered this incredibly dense fog. And the fog forced the ship to go very slowly. And they were going to be several days behind when they were to arrive in Quebec. And so George Mueller, this is how the story goes, approached the captain, and this is what he said to the captain. He said, Captain, I've come to tell you that I must be in Quebec on Saturday afternoon. Well, the captain said, this is impossible. And then this is what Mueller said. He said, very well, if the ship cannot take me, God will find some other way. I've never broken an engagement in 57 years. Let's go down into the chart room and pray. So this captain is like, well, this man of God wants me to go down and pray with him. So they go down, and they're starting to pray. And the captain says, um, Mr. Mueller, I need to just let you know. Do, do you have any idea how dense this fog is? And Mueller said, no. Mueller said to the captain, my eye is not on the density of the fog, but on the living God who controls every circumstance of my life. So Mueller kneels down and prays this really simple prayer that God would make a way. And when he gets up, the captain thinks, well, I guess it's my turn to pray. And he starts to pray, and, and Mueller says, no, you, you don't need to pray. And the captain is stunned, like, this guy doesn't want me to pray? Who's telling me? And this is what Mueller said. He said, here's why you don't need to pray. Because first of all, you don't believe that God will answer the prayer. And second, I believe God already has answered the prayer. So therefore, there's no need whatever for you to pray about it. And the captain's incredulous. He's like looking, going, I, who is this guy? And Mueller concludes, Captain, I've known my Lord for 57 years, and there's never been a single 
day that I failed to get an audience with him. So what I'd like you to do, Captain, is get up and open the door, and you will find that the fog has gone. The captain wrote this. I got up, and the fog was indeed gone. And George Mueller was in Quebec by Saturday afternoon. Now, when you hear a story like this, or any story that we could say that's a miraculous story we find in the Bible, and there are so many of them, from burning bushes to Jesus raising people from the dead and the transfiguration. I mean, our, our, our faith is built on stories that are miraculous. And you think, how could that have happened? How did Jesus feed 5,000 people? How did he walk on water? How did this thing happen? The book of Acts is full of these kinds of stories that, you know, Peter's in jail and suddenly the, the jailers fall asleep and the door opens. And you, what, what's happening? I think when we hear these kinds of stories, a number of questions come to mind. And one of them is, did that really happen? And I think it's a legitimate question because when you think about George Mueller's story, you can say, well, here's the thing. That fog was going to lift anyway, and they just didn't know it. Their weather mapping devices weren't as strong as ours today, and so that it was going to lift, but they just didn't know it. And it's just a, here's the word, coincidence that just when Mueller prayed that prayer, and he and the captain then opened the door, that the fog was gone. So coincidence is one thing that you'd say in a story like George Mueller's. You say, well, that, 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 that only happened because it was going to happen anyway. And in that case, you'd have to say, well, the prayer didn't do anything. And that's one position. And that's what Richard Foster calls a closed universe. You think that nothing that happens in this universe is influenced by God, or prayer, prayer doesn't actually do anything. And that philosophical view, a closed universe, is pretty dominant for a lot of people. They just assume that doesn't happen, which means we have to look at the stories in the Bible and say, yeah, that was just make-believe. That was made up. That's just mythology. Those things didn't really happen, but they're just really nice stories we like to tell. I take a different approach to stories like that. And I do so based on something that, that the good Dr. Dallas Willard taught me about the nature of faith in general. And what Dallas taught about faith really changed the way that I understand what it is. Because I think quite often we think that faith is make-believe or faith is trying to believe what you don't really believe. But what Dallas was teaching is that faith is an extension of knowledge based on knowledge. Now, that's, that's a lot of deep words, and that's awfully philosophical. But let me unpack it. Faith is an extension of knowledge, meaning that faith is how I act based on what I know. And so the, the, the simplest example of that is right now as you're listening, maybe you're sitting in a chair. So let's go with that. You might be riding in a car or driving a car, but let's go with sitting in a chair. When you sat down in the chair, it's not likely that you inspected the chair. And you probably didn't go, is that chair going to work? Let me just press on it and test it and do some things. What you did was you sat down in the chair. And so what Dallas would explain is chair faith, which is a funny thing. But chair faith is saying, look, I've known how chairs work. I've sat maybe in that exact chair many times. I don't need to inspect it. I can just sit in it. I can, in fact, I can flop down on it because I have such confidence. Dallas teaches that that's exactly the kind of faith you see in the scriptures. 
that as people got to know God relationally or interactionally, they, in their interactions with God, they came to know who God was. And so when God comes to them and says, here's what I would like to, you to do by faith, he was really asking them to extend the knowledge that they had, just as one extends their knowledge of that chair by sitting in it, right? They sit in the chair by faith. Hey, it's going to hold me. That same sort of simple movement of acting on what you know is the basis of all faith. This was really transforming for me because for many years, I, I kind of beat myself up, like trying to believe something I didn't really believe in and gritting my teeth maybe and sort of saying, I think I can, I think I can, or I think this is going to happen. When Dallas taught this understanding of faith, it just, it was like a weight off my back that suddenly I didn't have to make something happen that wasn't going to happen as if it, I was doing it myself. It really freed me to say, look, no, I want to work on my knowledge. I want to, I want to deepen my understanding of who God is and how God works. And the more I deepen that, the more I'm able then to step in faith. So from that perspective, let's look again at the Mueller story. So what is Mueller saying? He's saying, look to the captain, I've had an audience with the king for lo these many years. I think it was 57. I've had interactions with God. I've come to know God. I know how God works. And because of that, when I pray, when I ask, I'm asking in faith, which is what? An extension of knowledge. I've come to know this God. In other words, I've asked God before for things. I've come to know what that God is like. I've come to know what that God is capable of doing. And that's why I can pray in faith, because that's what you're doing. You're praying in faith. It hasn't happened yet. If something has already happened, you don't need faith for that because that's in the past. So we need faith for the future. And so here I am praying now in the present, praying about something for the future. And as that happens, then I'm taking a step in faith. So that's exactly what Mueller was doing. Now, then you may say, well, did it really happen, Jim? You know what? We're never going to know. We're never going to know if that fog was just going to lift or it had anything to do with prayer. But what we can learn is that the more we walk with God, the more we come to know God, the deeper our relationship with God is in the way that he acts, the more we're able to take those steps in faith. That's what I love about Mueller. He was just this guy who lived all these years with God and said, every day I'm going to be with God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to see how it works. Now, some may say, there's another caveat here. Well, I mean, why would God do that? Why would God lift that fog? Once again, we have to step back and say, I don't know. It's a mystery. Because I don't know exactly what God was up to in that particular situation. Maybe God did say, I'm going to lift that when Mueller prays. In which case, it was going to be an example of another story of God's activity. And here's what I'd say to that. These kinds of things happen to us all the time. They typically happen on smaller levels, like they happen to us in, in, in ways when we're concerned about something. We're maybe praying, maybe not even consciously praying, but we're thinking about some situation. And we're thinking, oh, God, please be involved in this sort of thing. And in some way, in some subtle way, it does. Now, it's probably not going to make a great story like Mueller's story, 
We're not going to be able to tell that story to people, and they're going to go, oh, my goodness, did that really happen? But little by little, these incidences where we take steps in faith, often very small, are ways in which we grow in our faith. And that's why the main teaching from what Dallas was giving me was this. You can grow in your faith. Your faith isn't, again, trying to believe something you don't, but you can, little by little, day by day, act in faith. So when I hear a story like George Mueller's, I sit back and I go, I think that happened. I think that happened in the way that he's describing it. Part of it's a mystery. I'm never going to know for sure. I wasn't there. But that's the kind of thing that my God would do. And each day I'm going to lean into that God. I'm going to learn how not to ask for things that are crazy because I think that Mueller also learned that you don't just ask anything from God and he does it. That in this particular case, Mueller felt like God called him to be in Quebec on that day at that time. And that's why he could say, God, let's do this, you know, make this happen. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I think you want me to get there and I'm going to trust that you will. So I'm praying in faith that you'll make it happen. Then it happens. You see, he wasn't asking in this case for something for himself. He was asking that what would happen would glorify God. And I think that's a real key to the kinds of prayers we ask in faith. Is it to glorify God or is it to glorify ourselves? And Mueller never prayed for anything to glorify himself or to make his life easier. He always prayed for God's glory. He always prayed that the good work that God had called him to do would be done, whether it was building an orphanage when he didn't have any money or that he would be in Quebec to preach the word. All of those things were always to give glory to God. So when I hear these stories, I think, yeah, I like that. And I like the kind of God that would do that. I like the kind of God who would lift the fog so that George Mueller could be there. And I like the story where he can look and say to the captain, you don't need to pray because you don't think it'll happen. And that's okay. But I've already prayed, and I'm sure that God is going to answer it. And so let's just go up and see. Because faith is acting on what you believe. And that is very good news. I hope you'll join me next time for episode 55. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you're going to get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above.